Hey, welcome back to Pigeon Hockey. This is Chris, and today's co-host, Ben. Nanu, Nanu! <laughs> and we're just a goalie and a goon that have taken one too many pucks or fists to the head and do not claim to be hockey experts, <laughs> but simply overzealous hockey fans that so will play, watch, read, and talk about hockey. So what was that, Ben? Did you ever watch Mork and Mindy? Uh, so it was, it was Robin back Williams... Back in the day? Yeah, I think that even predates you. I, I don't, I, you know, I love Robin Williams, rest in peace. So I was, I was surfacing some of his old work and watched a couple episodes, and that was like his catchphrase. He played like a kind of goofy alien, which was perfect for him. Yeah, I've seen like replays of it. I don't think I. It was even before my time. Truthfully, that one was. Dude, there's a lot of pressure to say something really quickly when you say, "And my co-host Ben." So sometimes I panic, you know. <laughs> It's like you don't know what's coming. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I should prepare and just have a list of things, but I don't. Uh, but we did prepare for this one a little bit. As I kind of saw an interesting post. I can't remember where or when or truthfully why, but I saw a post like, <laughs> you know. Like so the dementia is starting to set in. Great. It is. It is. It's, it's already here. Any single time I see a topic that could be of interest on our podcast, I decide, you know what, why not just write it down? So not sure when or why this one appeared, but felt it was a good time to address if you were lucky enough to play professional hockey or work in professional hockey, where would you go? I was stunned by people's top fives. So Hmm. what we're going to do, me and you have prepared kind of a list of uh, five NHL cities, five ECHL cities, and then five non-North American cities, pending the scenarios that that are about to play out here. So the little rules for this podcast, because surprise, there's going to be rules for this podcast, is if both you and I have the city, it's eliminated. Okay. So you end up in your top city that the other person didn't choose. Okay. And that will be your, your position. So we're going to start right off in the National Hockey League, because that's what people know best listening to this podcast. And we're going to go, what are the top five cities you would choose if you were going to be working in a hockey operations role? In the National Hockey League. Chris, I really like that we have a very sophisticated set of rules for this one. Uh, I, there's a competitive element. To be clear, though, do you want me to start with my of my five, my number five, and then work my way to my number one? Is that correct? Yes. Let's do your five through your number one and maybe explain to the listeners why you chose specific cities. Now, number five for me, Mr. Chris, is a drum roll or something, please, Chris. Uh, okay, that was close enough. There was a little bumping noise. Seattle. Okay. That's right. The Pacific Northwest of the United States. Seattle recently gifted with a hockey team, the Seattle Kraken, which we're very excited to see this year. And I have tickets to a San Jose Seattle game. Very exciting. I've been numerous times. There's a great food culture. I like the weather because I'm a grumpy dude and rain is, is just my cup of tea. Uh, and I think it's quite beautiful with access to a lot of just amazing natural beauty and also cool quirky art and expression that's a good choice right there uh all right so my number five <laughs> i chose is ottawa i love the city i lived in ottawa for over four years it's a gorgeous city i know that the rink technically is in canada but they are the ottawa senators i love it it's got great food uh lots of things to do i'd have no problem going back and working a hockey operations role back in ottawa or a hoppy operations you do that too I could do hoppy operations. Yes, yeah, that's like a beer a beer brewery, right? Uh, yeah, actually, that would be a cooler title. Right? That'd be the cool too. Operations. Yeah. Or, or you're like the Easter Bunny. Hey, Chris, you want to hear my number four? 
Eh, sure, go for it. Washington, okay. D.C. I, uh, you know, I spent a, uh, the largest proportion of my life in one place was spent in D.C. I was there for like 12 years. It's great. Uh, it's it's expensive, I thought, until I moved out to San Francisco area. Now it feels cheap by comparison. You got access to world-class culture, amazing food, uh, including some of the best Korean and Ethiopian you'll get outside of those respective countries. And great community and great place to watch hockey. So certainly would, would go back one day. And if I had to choose a town, that would be up there. Yeah, I love Washington, D.C. It didn't crack my top five for a hockey operations role, but I wouldn't mind if uh, if the Capitals are hiring. I'll jump on board, I guess. So, no, great, great city. Like you said, good food. Some of my favorite places to eat are there. Another place I lived in for I lived in D.C. longer than I lived in Ottawa. I lived in D.C. on and off for over six years. So love, love, love that city. But out of NHL cities, it just couldn't make couldn't make my top five cut. But at number four, a city that could, is Montreal. Ah, now, good choice. Good choice. Now, I don't speak French-Canadian, but I would learn it if, if I lived in Quebec at all. It's a great city. Lots to do there. Real cool. Mm-hmm. Really, really, really good food. Smoked uh, it seems like. Oh, yeah. The smoked meat places are off the charts. I mean, you can't not get a bagel and smoked meat there. It's just it's the food there is amazing. Again, just uh, maybe I picked a lot of my decisions off of food. No, no, it's about culture and where I'm at. I I do like the cold of Canada. So spoiler, a lot of my cities are going to be more north. Sorry to the southern cities in the National Hockey League in this scenario. But uh, yeah, Montreal, number four. Well, so I was just going to say on Montreal, that would be my number six. My, I, As you know, my mom uh, spent some time in Montreal as a kid, is a, uh, speaks Quebecois fluently. The reason it didn't quite make it, the last time I was there, I had a really depressing uh, trip. And for some reason now, whenever I think of Montreal, I think of that state of mind that I was in. I think I, I don't know what was going on in my life at that point. So sorry, Montreal. You're a great city. Nothing against you. I, I just got scarred. Now. Yeah, there are cities that I, I can't remember what my full list was at this point. I just stuck with the top five. But yeah, I think D.C. was definitely top 10 for sure. I love D.C., but couldn't make it there. But Montreal, number four. All right. My number three, San Jose. Uh, I live here now, and I've uh, in the area anyway. I'm a little bit north of San Jose. I've been here about yeah, four and a half months. It's nice. Weather's great. A lot of natural beauty. Again, that's a big one for me. I think it's food and just the ability to, within an hour, be in a secluded place that's got a lot of trees and a lot of nature so I can get away from people. Uh, I visited San Jose. It's a little bit cheaper than San Francisco. It's got some great food options. And I'm really excited to see uh, some games, even though I know the San Jose Sharks are not in top form right now. But yeah, all in all, I think San Jose has got a lot. Maybe in a year I can reassess if it's still in my top five, but I'm excited about being here. No, and it should be exciting. I know that's a great area. I definitely looked into it. But yeah, I think it's it's a great area. It is super expensive. And yes, you live there, so you're fully aware. But uh, yeah, I can imagine the food would be awesome there. I've only driven through San Jose once i don't even think twice i can't even say twice so i can't speak a lot to it but definitely a passionate fan base there so probably a pretty cool city all right man what's what's your number three at my number three is city and weirdly enough two out of my top five are cities i've never been to and i've been all over the states but for me at number three is denver being part of the Colorado Avalanche organization right there i think it would be real cool i've never actually been to denver 
I've been through Colorado a lot. I've been into Colorado. I've, I've flown through the Denver airport, but that's not a gauge of a city. But I've driven through Colorado multiple times. I love it. Been to Mesa Verde. Been all around this state without actually having ever touched Denver. But it's got the mountains. It's got the hikes. It's got my sort of lifestyle there. I think uh, I think I'd fit in pretty well in Denver. That's my number two too. Okay, awesome. Uh, I'll just I'll throw out to Denver. I'm not going to hold it against Denver that every time I've flown in and out, which I've done a few times, you know, being a one of those corporate guys who's constantly in the air. I got stuck in the airport, including one time where I ended up sleeping there for like 12 hours. So, uh, you know, not going to hold it against you. I think all the things Chris mentioned, super fun, cool place, lot to do, a lot of natural beauty. The only thing I think being held against Denver right now, I got some friends there who were saying too many people from outside are coming and driving up prices. So they, I think, don't really want more outsiders. <laughs> Maybe uh, that's just my friends. But uh, I, I do like Denver quite a bit and love the avalanche. Yeah, I love the idea of living there. And I understand why people are flocking to a place like Denver. But I can also understand why people in Denver, as the people of Salt Lake City when I was there, aren't so thrilled about a lot of people moving in and driving up prices because it's happening all over like Idaho and Utah and Arizona and Colorado. I don't know if it's happening in Texas and Wyoming, but I've heard small rumblings of it. But I know that in Idaho... Utah and Colorado, they're definitely being swarmed with people who aren't from the areas moving in, but such is life. But considering uh, Denver was your number two, Seattle is my number two. You already talked about Seattle being your number five. For me, again, it just seems like a great place with a great vibe. I've never actually been there. I've been through Washington State, but I've never actually been to Seattle. I've always wanted to go there. I've always thought that's a place there if I ever settled down in an American city long term ever. It would be Seattle. I just I like the rain. I like the dreariness. I like the fact that it's around all the mountains and it's on the coast and amazing food scene I've heard. I just I think I could easily, easily work a hockey operations role in Seattle. So if Kraken you're hiring, I'm here, buds. Yeah, Seattle is is a cool place. Definitely worth checking out. I cannot believe you haven't been there. Yeah, I know. Of all the places I've been in the United States, over 41 states, 41 states, something like that. It's over 40 states now. I think it's 41. Uh, I added Wisconsin to the list this year. But no, I've just uh, never got a chance to get to Seattle. Really disappointed about that. But it's somewhere in my future. Yeah. All right. Let's. When you go, let me know and I'll go with you because it's like only like a couple hour plane ride for me. Well, I got to go to a Crockton game, so we'll see how that goes down. So well, maybe I'll take you. All right. You ready for my number one of number the one, NHL? Man. Yep. Dun, 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 dun. It's going to be your number one, Vancouver. <laughs> that's my number one. Yeah, yeah, that's mine. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, we both said Vancouver being a fast. How Whoa. did I know? Yeah, all right, well, the, here's my – can I say – I'll tell you what. You're going to talk about how great Vancouver is. I've got one thing that i got a bone to pick with Vancouver. Okay, yeah. Vancouver is my number one as well, which weirdly enough, looking at my list – the three cities out of five are Canadian cities, and I've been to all three of the Canadian cities, despite not being through the bulk of Canada. And the two cities on my American list are two cities I've never been to in the States, despite being to a bulk of the United States. So that's weird. But no, Vancouver, I've been there. I love it. My wife and I have already really decided, should we end up back in North America, which is probably the most likely decision, um, that we will probably be settling down in uh, British Columbia, in and around the Vancouver area. We're not 100% sure where that'll be yet. It might be in the city, but it could very well be hundreds of miles away. But it's, it's going to be in that Vancouver vicinity. It's just, again, 
great vibes, real cool city, amazing food. Uh, I love it being on the coast in the mountains. It's just, man, what a cool city. Yeah, great weather. I love how they really embraced like the uh, the, the first people artwork everywhere. Mm-hmm. I think that's super cool, and you see that also in the, the Canucks uh, iconography. Here's my bone to pick with Vancouver. There's a random cannon that shoots. Ooh, at the games? No, I, I, and I don't know if this was a one-time thing or not, but I, I visited there, oh boy, the first time in I think like probably 2002. So I figured, you know, 9-11 was just a few months before. And I think like to mark noon or something, there I was on an island near Vancouver and a cannon went off. And it was so loud, I like immediately thought that we were under attack again. And it like, and I was I was in high school at that point, so it really scared the bejeebus out of me because you know we we lived in D.C. at the time, so I was maybe a little bit uh, shell shocked still, but whatever. But uh, that's my one bone to pick with Vancouver is randomly if if it's still around, there was a cannon that that went off and freaked me out. I don't recall that in Vancouver. I was there so, in 2010 though. Okay, so maybe it's gone. Hey, if you're if you're uh, somebody listening to this. Would love to know if you know what I'm talking about or what happened or if it bothered you, too. That said, I'm not going to hold it against Vancouver. Vancouver is clearly a tight, tight city, and it's my number one for all the reasons that Chris and I just mentioned. Very cool. Very cool. I like the fact that we both had number one. Now, that said, I don't get to live in Vancouver or Seattle or Colorado, and neither do you. Because that's the game. That's the game. So I end up in Montreal. So thank you, Montreal. I will be showing up for my job soon, and uh, if you have French courses, sign me up. Uh, where'd you end up? I think San Jose. You know, you got a big where I am, idea. so I guess it works. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll see you on the ice, bud. We'll see you on the yeah, ice. Yeah. All right. Or at all least right. my players will. So, all right. Let's move on to the East Coast Hockey League. And yeah. I, I decided on ECHL over the AHL because I'm more familiar with the ECHL. I've lived in an ECHL city. And... Uh, This uh, podcast only has so much time, so ECHL it is. So in the ECHL, you are going to be hired as the equipment manager for an ECHL team. And you've been given a choice to basically select your five cities before you go into that role, and here you go. Now we get to discuss what our five choices would be for an equipment manager role in the East Coast Hockey League. What's your number five? My number five for this, and, and I should also mention, I've been an East Coast Hockey League guy for a while. Pensacola Ice Pilots back in the day. There was the Jacksonville Lizard Kings, I think they were. So familiar with the league. My number five, kind of like you, this is a city I've not been to. The Worcester Railers. It's, you know, spelled Worcester, but I'm assuming it's Worcester like it is in England. This is like a suburb of Boston up in Massachusetts. And uh, yeah, I've, I like Boston. I've been a few times. I'm also a fan of not living in a city proper, but in a place where you have access to the city. So uh, yeah, that's that's my number five. Very cool choice. Very cool choice. I definitely considered Worcester, if that's how you pronounce it. It just it just couldn't crack. There's a couple cities that got super super close, but I won't name any because you may or may not have them on there at this point. But uh, Worcester did definitely get close, but it couldn't. Couldn't crack my top five. What could at number five was uh, Portland, Maine. So the Maine Mariners. Mm-hmm. I think, again, one of the states I haven't actually been to, which is all the New England states outside of uh, Massachusetts. Yeah, really, those are the I have five of the six. What is it? It's five, right? Because it's uh, Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont, Massachusetts, Connecticut, Rhode Island. So it's five out of the six. 
are the New England states. And uh, I haven't been to five of the six. And when you consider the rest of the country, I haven't been to like Oklahoma, Kansas, and Arkansas, and then Alaska. I think that's the nine states I haven't been to wow. yet. Yeah, and I don't really see a reason, no offense, Kansas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, to ever go there. New England definitely is appealing, and I can't wait to see all those states in Alaska. That would be awesome. But uh, if anyone in Oklahoma, Kansas, or Arkansas know a reason I should go outside of a hunting Sasquatch, uh, let me know. Chris, Chris, I'm right here. That's very offensive. (laughs) No, there's actually, I think, in Oklahoma, a Sasquatch hunting license you can get to hunt Sasquatch. I think it's like a media thing but hey that works for me i'll go to that that'll be fun drink beers pretend like i'm actually going to hunt a mythical creature and that's a whole other episode i mean you can do as as somebody who's been uh accused of being a sasquatch numerous times you're a big I, man but with with stupidly big feet that are awkward um also you know i walk funny anyway yeah uh main mariners your number your number five you ready for my number four yeah go for it so here's I'm gonna suck at pronouncing this. This is the Trois. It's three rivers. In French, it's Trois Rivières. I, I don't really know how to pronounce rivers in French. Yeah, Trois Rivières. I'm going with you because the listeners know I'm awesome at pronouncing things I don't understand. And Trois Rivières, the lions. Let's go for the lions. The lions. Yeah, they have a super yes. cool logo, by the way. But but again, it's not too far from Quebec City in Quebec. Uh, I took a look and, and you know, it's got the kind of, uh, like you said, the climate, the cold, there's a lot of natural beauty, there's a lot of the, the Quebecois French influence, and I am a big fan of Quebec, so I think that would be a, a pretty fun place to to live for a bit as a equipment manager. Yeah, they actually made my list as well. They were a little bit higher, so I guess I'll just talk to them now and then and move, but they they landed second on my list. Uh, I think it would be awesome, again, to live there. Uh, real, real pretty from the pictures. They're the one of the newest teams in the ECHL, along with the Iowa Heartlanders this year. So uh, really cool to see them finally hit the ice here upcoming. But the pictures of it and the very little I know about it looks awesome. Could easily live there. And, you know, it might yeah. be a short commute from the, the Montreal uh, Canadiens at Bell Center if they let me go out of my hockey ops role and head to uh, – Head to the lines to become their equipment manager. So, guys, if you're hiring, I will learn French. That said, my number four, Idaho Steelheads. Okay. I love Idaho. I think it's a gorgeous state. Unfortunately for Idaho and Boise itself, it is the number one overpriced housing market in the country right now. And I think it's gone up what they said. It's 80% markup of what it should be costing right now. Because Utah had three of the top ten cities, but Boise, Idaho destroyed every other city like by far, I think the next closest city was in Texas and it was like 50% overvalued. Ogden was actually the third most overvalued city in the country, but Boise was number one at 80.4%, something insane. And I really do feel for the people of Boise, Idaho right now because can't afford to live there. And I see why it's absolutely gorgeous. It's just a beautiful place. It's been kind of a hidden gem for a very, very long time. And again, unfortunately for the people of Boise, it's not so much hidden anymore. The market there is insane. I even saw a documentary about it a couple months ago when I was still living in Utah about how insane the housing market has come because people who've been living there their whole lives can't afford rent all of a sudden, which is also happening in, in Salt Lake City. Right oh, it's now. happening but, all over, man. It's happening yeah, all over. Rent is I've, I've never been to Idaho, by the way, so it's it's cool to, to hear about it. I definitely have some people from there who tell me how lovely and uh, and beautiful it is. So it's cool that it's in your top five. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, it's gorgeous. You should. Uh, what's your number three? Uh, the Adirondack Thunder. 
in Glen Falls, New York. They just missed my list, man. They got pushed out, so they ended up sixth. But uh, yeah, yeah, go for it. Talk about Glen uh, Falls. Upstate New York. You know, uh, I got family from there. Uh, it's For those that maybe are familiar with New York City, but not the rest of New York, it's very, very different. So the city, obviously one of the biggest metropolitan areas, a hub of culture and an international uh, mixing bowl. Upstate New York is a lot more serene. There's a lot of trees and greenery and uh, a lot of places you can go for, for it's, you know, the joke I almost make is it's, it feels like the South in some ways because it's very rural in some parts. I don't know too much about Glen Falls, but just that it's in the Hudson River area and Saratoga County is pretty close. And I've been to Saratoga and, you know, great place for cheap prices, some, some pretty good, you know, down home food and proximity to a lot of cool stuff in the Northeast. You're not too, too far from the cities. You know, both Montreal and New York and probably Boston. So a lot of good things going for it. And they almost made my list. What actually knocked them out of the list was the fact that Glens Falls is located in the state of New York. I was born and raised in Buffalo and went back. That state just finds a way to just come at you at every possible turn, even if you've been gone for a decade. So I just can't deal with that state ever again in my life. Unfortunately, Glen Falls is in the state of New York, but it is absolutely gorgeous. I mean, that whole, they call it upstate. I call it the, the real part of the state. Um, I think Long Island can be its own. Long Island needs to be its own. Long Island's a different thing. You're right. That's a completely it, different place. Too. It's It should be its own state, seriously, and, and leave the rest of New York alone. That would be pretty cool. But as long as they are, that's not a place I can live anymore. But yeah, gorgeous. Glens Falls is gorgeous. Interestingly, it's I just looked it up on the map. It's about five hours from Buffalo. Yeah, yeah, it is because you basically I... drive down to 90 all the way to Syracuse and then you continue on to Albany and then I think you go north from Albany. Uh, it's it's a little bit north from Albany, but mostly west. But but people forget, man, New York's a big state. It's huge. People people. That's the one thing when I actually, uh, you know, back in the day, left home. At 18, and I told people I was from uh, New York. Everyone asked me how I thought of this, the city, and I'm like, I don't know. I've never been there. And they're like, how can you grow up, you know, in New York and never have gone to the city? I'm like, because it was eight hours away. Like, <laughs> you don't ask me why I've never gone to Pittsburgh or, or Cleveland or Toronto, and they're all very, very well. I think what Pittsburgh and Cleveland are about four hours a piece ish from Buffalo, yeah. and Toronto's like an hour and a half away. No one asks you about those, but. You've never been to the city? I'm like, no, I never had a desire to. I know now why people want to go there. It's an awesome city. I, I always reference back to that office joke with Ryan talking about, I don't know, man, there's a buzz. I don't know. I just can't explain it. I always used to laugh at that because I'd actually never been to the city. But I get it now. And so when people talk about New York City just having that buzz, no. It, yeah, it it's, it's got a soul of its own. It's, it, is, it is unique among the cities I've been to all over the world. Like – you know, you'll go to these other cities and it kind of feels like, OK, well, you know, like I'm in Vancouver, I'm in Seattle. This is cool. But when you're, when you're in New York, there's almost like a force that tries to you know, penetrate your psyche, like in my opinion. Like, yeah, it's it's trying to, like, get into your head and change you to be part of that culture. And people who are there absolutely love it. For me, I think it's an amazing place. After two days, though, I'm ready to go. Yeah, it's a, there's a it's a lot to handle. I can't be in that large of a concrete jungle long term. Not that big. No, I I couldn't do it. Copenhagen is about my limit right now. <laughs> it's very very quaint city, uh, but very cool. And I just I couldn't handle a city like New York long term. I really don't think I could. 
Yeah, so my number three is a city I'm very familiar with and absolutely love, and that is Salt Lake City. So the Utah Grizzlies. Love the Maverick Center. Love my Utah Grizzlies. They are my East Coast Hockey League team. There's not much bad I can say about Salt Lake City outside the food culture is still growing. You're not going to go there as a foodie and find a lot. There are some great places to eat in Salt Lake City. So I don't want a whole bunch of people from Salt Lake City or the Mustangs or the Outliers or anyone coming at me saying, oh, we haven't been. I've been to a lot of places in Salt Lake City. There's a lot of great food. But in terms of comparison with other cities I've been to, it's mediocre at best in terms of options. But again, a lot of great places to eat. But I love that city. The hikes around Salt Lake City, uh, it's, it's, it's just a great city, man. I, I, I could talk about Salt Lake City all day long. I love it. And if you're in the area and you haven't been to the garage, go to the garage. It's awesome. I used to love going to the garage. But go ahead. No, I, I, I visited you in Salt Lake. I do think it's weird it's in the East Coast Hockey League. But other than that, sure. Well, the East Coast Hockey League has really expanded. It's gotten a lot better over the years. And it's really become the dominant, like, third force pro league in, in, in North America. They've spread themselves out all over the West Coast, East Coast, into Canada. And uh, I think a lot of leagues coming up want to turn into the East Coast Hockey League because they've really done a really good job at the, the whole branding of itself. I love the Geico Nets. I love the Blue Nets. I, I thought I'd hate them, but I loved the Geico Nets. I think it's overall cool. The East Coast Hockey League is extremely competitive. A lot of good talent in the league. And yeah, super fun. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. And, you know, like, look, I, I grew up when the East Coast Hockey League was just a, a little thing. But, uh, dude, it's uh, it's the East Coast. So they uh, they should change the name. It, would, it wouldn't hurt for a rebrand for the ECHL. At least they could keep it the ECHL, but just get rid of East Coast. And, yeah. you know, call it like the extra cool hockey league. Oh, yeah. Something with elevation. Elevation, I don't know. I, we could go Ele- off on Elevating that. Competition Hockey League. Anyway, my number two. Yeah. It's the... It's the <laughs> it's I was the considering major. it. I'm like, would this work? And I, I forgot we were recording a podcast. So yeah, go number two. Uh, eating kraut. Nope, kraut spelled with a K. Um, I do like sauerkraut, though. Anywho, uh, my number two is the Maine Mariners, which I know you already said. I've been to Portland, Maine. I really liked it. I had fun there. It's, uh, you know, like you were saying, we don't, I think you and I are the, the same and that neither of us wants like a tier one city, which is just way too much. But I'm a big fan of places that have, you know, access to an airport and at least some, you know, international cuisine and culture. But then I can also, you know, get out of town real quick and, and not have to deal with crowds and stuff. So uh, I liked Portland a lot. You know what my favorite thing I remember about Portland? What's that? Uh, there were two. Actually, maybe three. Uh, we were pretty close to like the LL Bean outlets. So I went there. I went with my mom actually because she. Uh, this was like a. She had finished uh, chemo, so we were going to celebrate because she always wanted to go to Portland. And we went to the LL Bean outlet, and then nearby got like a lobster roll, which was super good. It was like you know try try getting a lobster roll not in Maine, and it's like uh, why am I doing this? Uh, then we also got a lot of chowder, which was super good. So again, we get back to food. And then lastly, they had a really awesome flea market. Like we were randomly just just driving by, and there was like a, a giant, you know, auditorium just full of flea market vendors. I think we spent an entire day there. You can in those places. I mean, that's I I grew up going to flea markets in Buffalo, and they're all gone that I'm aware of. And if someone from Buffalo is listening, um, let me know if there's any back. I used to go to one in uh, Cheektowaga, the Super Flea, all the time. 
and uh, that's all gone, man. And I love uh, flea markets. I love I them love so them. much. They're awesome, man. It's like boot sales in England. They're just they're fantastic. And I but, but with like 500 people at once. Yeah, yeah, literally. All right, what's what's your number two, Chief? Number two, we've already discussed it. It's a uh, I'm not pronouncing the Quebec name, but it's the Lions. But uh, yeah, we've already gone there, and uh, I would love to live there. So let's go to your number one. Where would be your number one? I'm if we worried. Say the same one again. I'm, I'm, I'm worried. I'm worried we're gonna do that. Go for it. What's All right, is one? the Newfoundland Growler. <laughs> is we that your number one too? We matched our number one yeah, again. Ah, yeah. uh, raspberries. Yeah, uh, it's uh, dude. St. John's looks super cool. I've always been interested in Newfoundland. Uh, I've never been, absolutely never been, but St. John's looks just really cool to visit. It's very colorful. There's a lot of history. Uh, you know, Newfoundland, I've heard great things about. It's, I think it, the the weather's probably a little tough, but I definitely like beautiful, very green. So I, I would love to live there. St. John's looks amazing. I've never actually got the uh, the pleasure to actually go there, but it just looks like a place that I could easily just settle into, become a rink rat, and just live out my days. And as an equipment manager with uh, with Newfoundland, I could do that and love, 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 love the jersey. But that said, unfortunately, I have been eliminated and you've been eliminated from the Growlers and the Lions and the Mariners. And the Mariners. So, my, num- so, my number three is uh, Adirondack, which you didn't have. So you're moving to Glens Falls and I'm going back to Salt Lake City. So Mustangs, I'll be at the games. I'm very excited for this. The Utah Grizzlies have been ignoring my resume for years now, so forget you guys. But uh, apparently I'm coming back to be your equipment manager based off this episode. But, you know, now I'm going to leave the shade there, Utah. (laughs) (laughs) You deserve it. All right. To wrap up the podcast, we're going to go for non-North American cities. Yeah, and, uh, this, this was very – this is a broad range of things. So I, this Hopefully you and I won't be on the same wavelength here. If we end up in the same number one again, that's just uh, – I don't know. The reason we're friends, I suppose. Uh, so number five, where do you want to go? Oh, oh, and this is – in this case, you are going pro. You are going to play pro hockey, and your agent has come back with five city choices. Yeah, so I, I'm still gonna pick them based on like food and and beauty and all those. Well, other that's things. what you got to do. That's exactly how I picked all my cities. It's about my lifestyle, my culture. So when I went to Vancouver, Seattle, Colorado, or Denver, uh, Vancouver, Seattle, Denver, Montreal, and Ottawa, it was based off the lifestyle I'm gonna live there. Same with St. John's and sorry, Lions, I'm not gonna try again. And Salt Lake City and Boise and Portland, in a heartbeat. It's for me, it's God vibe check I want. I love it, and uh, that's kind of why I chose those cities, and it's the same way with the five cities I'm about to drop. So who would you have at number five? Yeah, well, my number five is the Rungstad Ser Capita uh, in Denmark. It's it's yep. the team from Rungstad, pretty close to Copenhagen. Uh, look, uh, Denmark, it's, it's cool because it's kind of Scandinavian, but not as uh, extreme north. They have some great food, and I've been hearing you rave about living in Denmark, so yeah. that's my number five. Yeah, and it's uh, my number five. <laughs> <clears throat> all right, well, that's to so, be expected, I guess. Yeah, and I could talk about Copenhagen all day long. I love it here. Yeah, uh, the Seer Capital would be awesome to play for. And they're in a CHL this year as well, so that's super cool. But, yeah, there it is, number five. So I guess I don't have to go off on that city. I love Copenhagen, and it's fantastic. Who do you have at number four? 
the Melbourne Mustangs in Australia. I will say this right now. They're my number two. Oh, wow. So so yes. here's – I'll tell you why I picked – a lot of these okay. – look, there's there's like an infinite number of places in the world that are awesome to live. Obviously, it's not infinite, but there's a lot. I went with places that I know from firsthand accounts, like you know, I, friends that I trust told me or, or other people said, hey, this is a great place to live. Some of my really good friends from Australia are from Melbourne. Notice I'm not saying Melbourne. I'm trying it's to be Melbourne. authentic. It's Melbourne. But, dude, uh, it's beautiful. It's a world-class city. Uh, great people, clearly, from all the people I've met from there. So I think it's an easy choice for me. Why did you pick it as your number two? I picked it as my number two because I've been there. I love it. I spent more of my time in St. Kilda, but I went through North Melbourne and everything else as well. And you're right, it's pronounced Melbourne. And it's gorgeous. I love it. The market, uh, I think it's a Queen Queen Victoria's market. Awesome. It's huge. The transportation there is, it's one of my favorite cities in the world. It's a top five city for me. I, I think Melbourne is fantastic. Uh, the, the food scene there is amazing. The people are super friendly. It's got a lot to do. It's got Aussie rules football, which is always a big win for me. And it's got hockey and it's got the Mustangs. And it's everything you need. Heartbeat. Yeah, literally M- Melbourne has everything I need. And so that's why for me, they landed at number two. So my number four is Vienna. So the Vienna Capitals out of the Ice League, I think it's the bet at home league now or something but yeah the vienna capitals i love vienna again just a great city with a lot of good food just it's gorgeous it's it feels really safe i don't know if it's super safe i've been there i've been a bunch but it feels real safe it's just a, a city that really again has it all it's an amazing city and in a heartbeat i would live in vienna so the vienna capitals yeah i've been there great city not in my top five but not a bad choice yeah all right, so what's your number three? The Jurgarden IF hockey team of Stockholm. Okay. Is that on your list? It is not. Yay! Yeah, so Stockholm, always wanted to go. I got, uh, again, I got friends from Stockholm that, that are very nice people that talk uh, a great game about it. Uh, it's an international city, so there's access to a lot of cool things. Uh, from there, it's it's kind of a, a window to northern Europe, which would be very exciting. And I hear it's it's safe and uh, and beautiful. So I would love to, to go to Sweden at some point. The only thing I think would be bad is I also hear generally people in Sweden. Maybe this is a, a stupid generalization, but my friends have told me, you know, just be aware. People are very fit and very attractive. So I don't know why they said that to me. Um, maybe they were trying to tell me I need to get in better shape before I go there. Not sure. Well, you're, but, uh, you're, you have the height. I tell you what, you have the height for a Sweden. People of Sweden, those of you that I've met tend to be very tall, but but rather narrow. I feel like uh, two of my friends are my height, but together we probably weigh the same amount. So, so that's I think that's what they're implying. If I go to some kind of, you know, uh, what is that called? The uh, the thing where you sweat in a sauna. If I go to a sauna, people are gonna look at me like this man is is too large. You you'd fit in here, man. All right. It's like I'm six foot one and I feel small here. That should tell you something about Copenhagen. And honestly. If you're if you're in Copenhagen, you can literally stand at the beach and look at Sweden. It's right there. So, you know. All right. So Sweden, here I come. Yeah. So at my number three, it's the ZSC Lions out of Zurich. Oh. I I love Zurich. Been there as well. All the cities are on my list for the non North American cities are cities I've been to. Zurich is fantastic. Uh, yes, I did get violently violently ill there one night. I have no idea why. I had to be 100% food poisoning. Um, wow. yeah, I couldn't even make it back to my hotel room. It was just, it was happening on the streets of Zurich. It sucked. But beyond that, Zurich is gorgeous. It's 
It's a real, real cool city. Absolutely loved it. I can't say much else about where, except wherever got me food poisoning. I can't say much else bad about Zurich. It's great. So, so I was at a, a happy hour the other day, and one of my colleagues was talking about how much they loved Zurich. I, but, you know, Zurich, Switzerland in general, I don't know. I'm neutral. All right. Too many too many punches to the head, like you said at the start of the, the show. Yes, yes. I've taken one too many pucks to the head. I've, well, I've taken too many punches. I feel compelled to make stupid, stupid puns. But, yeah, at Zurich, I definitely need to go. I've heard great things. All right, so we know my number two is Melbourne. What's your number two? Uh, EHC Red Bull München, Munich. Okay. So I've not I've not been to Germany yet. I would like to go. Uh, our our mutual friend Tom, with whom I do my other podcast, uh, Forty Cray, soon to be rebranded. Uh, and by the way, congrats to Tom for for just having his second kid. That's wonderful. Uh, but but he absolutely, and she's she's doing great. Uh, so kudos to them. They uh, he and his wife went to Munich and fell in love with it to such an extent that they're now uh, rabid uh, Bayern München, you know, football slash soccer fans. Uh, but I've really always been interested in in Bavaria of all the places in Germany. I do have some German roots, I guess, on my dad's side. But, uh, you know, the whole idea of like the Black Forest and, and the food there and just kind of the general vibe. I had some people I worked with from who would say, I'm not German, I'm Bavarian. So they were very into like that was their identity and just really incredible people. Um, in, in one case, it was a guy who worked for the UN who was just uh, an incredibly altruistic, nice guy. So so he inspired me to want to go to Bavaria. And I think I'd love to go to Munich. You would love Munich. I haven't spent a lot of time in Munich. I've been through it a couple times. I love Bavaria. The Black Forest is, I don't know, I, I hate to use the word magical, but the Black Forest is magic. It's, it's, it's really cool. I would have chosen Garmisch-Partenkirchen as one of my top five, except for it's a Dell 2 city and it's not a Dell city. So it's the league below and I wasn't going for uh, leagues below. I wanted the pro cities. And otherwise, Garmisch-Partenkirchen probably would have landed well, it would have landed in my top five. I don't know if it would landed at number one, but it would have at least been number three. It might it might have bumped Rungstad out of there. But no, you'd love Bavaria, man. The best beer I've ever had in the world are the house beers in Bavaria. Uh, seriously, it's I've been all over Germany, and I understand why why Tom and his wife would absolutely love to go back. And and it, Germany's great, man. I can't say from the from the north to the south to the east to the west. I've been all over that country, and it's awesome. Really, really cool place. Do you know what else I love that it would really fit in well there? What's that? Sausage. Oh, yeah. It's really good. Really I good. I love sausage. Any kind of tubular meat, that's like my, my, my family thing. We eat a lot of, like, bratwurst, hot dogs, whatever you got. Well, well love them wieners. When you came to visit me in Salt Lake City, we didn't have a lot of time, did we? No, it was only – I think I had, like, 18 hours to spend with you. If you're in Utah – and you want really, really good German food. I'm mostly German, and I really know German food. Weller's Bistro in Layton. I believe the chef, he might be chef owner. I'm sorry, buddy, if you're listening. I think he's from Pittsburgh. But the chef, who might be chef owner, is from Pittsburgh. And, man, that German food is off the charts. I think they just posted a picture of a lamb shank the other day that they were doing. The German food there is just, oh, it's so good. Good German beer, good German hearty food right there. So Weller's Bistro shot out there in Layton, Utah, uh, on Main Street, near the Home Depot. Check it out. It's awesome. All right. All right. So then I think you said we've already covered your number two because it was Melbourne, right? Yep, it was Melbourne. So, so who's your number so one? Number one, the Fife Flyers of Kirkady, 
Scotland, not too far from Edinburgh. Can I just say how happy I am that we didn't land the same number one finally? Yeah, I'm. me too. Yeah. Okay, so Fife. Yeah, go for it. Love Fife. I was in Edinburgh for two days back in the day, and it was one of the most magical, fun times I had. People were just so nice. It was like, it was almost weird. Just people were just being very helpful and smiling, and, and uh, it was absolutely beautiful. Have you ever been to Edinburgh? Yes, I love Edinburgh, and it's really disappointing that the Edinburgh Capitals no longer exist because it would have been the Capitals one. I know, but but I, I didn't get to explore as much Scotland as I would have liked then, but I, Edinburgh is so cool. Just like the Gothic architecture, it's very vertical, and you know there's the fortress elements of the the part of the, the city that used to be a uh, kind of a, a military bastion. The food was really cool. It's an international city with a lot of lot of uh, options yeah so i i would be thrilled to to go back and live anywhere near there no edinburgh is fantastic another shout out norton's house hotel and spa in edinburgh love that place uh every single time we've gone to edinburgh because we used to live in england so we'd go up to scotland you'd cross the border into scotland we'd go to norton's house hotel and spa the food there the restaurant uh it's it's just again that's just outside of edinburgh so we didn't have to deal with all the city stuff, but we got to enjoy, I think it was like a 14-minute drive into the actual like heart of Edinburgh. Lots of really cool places to eat in Edinburgh, lots of great places to drink. Uh, what is Arthur's and, and, Seat up there, the hike, the little <clears throat> mini hike, Arthur's just- Seat? Just great people, like yeah, like really, really, really great people. Like, and that's that's what makes it for me. Like, you can live anywhere if you've got a community that's that's you know open and engaging and nice. And I was just so shocked. Not not that like because I had been in England, like different parts of England, York, the Cotswolds, etc. For like two weeks before that, and they were fine, but you know, just not as friendly. And I went to Scotland, and people were just like warm. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'd I'd love to be a part of this. The uh, yeah, would in a minute. In a minute, I'd go back. The only problem I had is I, I did have trouble understanding some of the, th- the thick Scottish burr at times. So I had to ask people to repeat themselves. So I'd, I'd have to learn a little bit more. But yeah, overall, great experience. You pick it up there. Uh, when my Scottish teammate would get really upset, he'd start yelling. I had no idea what he was saying. But Speedy, my buddy out of Dundee, cheers to you, man. My number one, speaking mm-hmm. of great people, Sydney Ice Bears out of the All right. IA- Again, my top two cities are in Australia. I absolutely love Australia. Sydney is one of my favorite cities in the world, if not my favorite. It's You've got the beach. You've got a lot of really cool things to do. You've got amazing food. You've got friendly people. Uh, Sydney just has everything, man. It just has it all. And, hey, it has hockey. It has my Sydney Swans of the uh, AFL. I can't imagine a, a cooler city to play hockey in than Sydney, Australia. All the places we talked about, I feel uh, excited to be able to travel again soon. Yeah, traveling's awesome. And uh, as the world slowly tries to open up, uh, all we can do is dream and and travel the world in our heads. And if we're able to travel, actually, actually go places and, and live to dream. But I thought, I thought we had some good choices. I'm very glad on a non-North American cities we didn't end up both in Fife or both in Sydney. I was fearing that after the Vancouver and St. John's incidents. But nonetheless, good times. If we didn't pick your city, doesn't mean you're not a great place. Maybe we just haven't had a chance to explore yet. So feel free to invite us. You know, I'm I'm always down to check out a new place once once uh, the current global uh, COVID environment allows. So maybe we'll get to visit your city, and who knows? Next time, maybe we'll we'll see something else we want to we want to go visit. Yeah, 
I mean, if we didn't pick your city, it has it's no knock on your city. It's a, it's a limited list. So I thought we did pretty good. But that said, we do want to thank all of your listeners for tuning in. So be sure to follow us on Twitter at PHH Official to let us know what you think. And also be sure to comment and share any upcoming games or hockey news we should cover in a future podcast. This was Pigeon Hockey Podcast with Chris and Ben. I fought a brutal battle with a metal bottle. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to attempt a Scottish We're, accent. Working on my Scottish accent. Always remember to clear your crease.